Yechezkel chapter 37, probably the most famous chapter in the book of Yechezkel. And chapter 37 has two parts. The first part, the episode of the dry bones, which is a stunning description. The first half of chapter 37, very powerful. The hand of God came upon me. God took me out by the Spirit of the Lord, set me down in the valley. It was full of bones. So Yechesel comes to an open space. There are many bones lying all around, saviv, saviv, and they're all dried out. And of course, the question that God asked Yechesel, do you think these dry, these bones can come to life? And Yechezkel's response, O Lord, you know. Which I think means, how can I tell? It's not in my power to bring them to life under normal circumstances. That which is dried out and dead cannot come to life. But of course, you, God, can bring things to life. I tell you, Adata, you know. In response, prophesy about these bones and speak to them and say to them, Hashem, you dried out bones, hear the word of God. I will cause breath to enter you and you will live. I will lay sinews upon you, cover you with flesh, form skin over you. I will put breath into you. You will live again. You will know that I am God. And Yechezkel says, I did what I was commanded to do. And suddenly, there was a great noise. And the bones suddenly came together. There's a sound of rattling. And the bones joined together. And Yechezkel says, I saw, and they had flesh, and they had sinews, and they had skin, but there was no breath in them. And God said, Prophesy to the to the wind, to the spirit. Hinave ben Adam, prophesy, O mortal. Speak to the ruach. Speak to the breath. Speak to the winds. Say, winds come from the four, from the four, the four winds of the earth. Come. Come into these slain ones and breathe into these slain ones and let them live. And Yechezkel does as commanded. And they stood up. A vast multitude, Chayu Gadol Maod, and God's word is, Ben Adam Hatzamota Ela Kol Beit Yisrael Hema Hinei Omrim Yavshu Atzmotenu Avdatik Vatenu Nigzarnu Lanu. These represent the house of Israel, who say, "Our bones are dried up; our hope is gone; we are doomed." So the doubts about bringing the bones to life, that. Perhaps Yechezkel has a doubt. He surely doesn't have the power to do it. 
oh Lord, you know. But what God says to Yechezkel is that what this represents, what this vision represents, are the fears, the concerns, and the doubts of the house of Israel who think perhaps there's no hope of rebirth. And the message is, no. God can bring you back to life. God has the power to bring you back to life. That's the first part of chapter 37, this powerful image of rebirth, and the theme that is repeated throughout these, these few verses, and again in verse 13, Hashem, you will know that I am the Lord. We'll come back to that phrase later in our study. In my view, is the key phrase in the book of Yechezkel. It appears many, many times. 50, I didn't count them. It's over 50 times, and I saw maybe close to 70 times. That's the first half of chapter 37. The second half of chapter 37 is another prophecy. Another prophecy of restoration and consolation. And Yechezkel here is commanded to take two sticks. Take one stick. And write on the stick to Judah and to the children of Israel associated with Judah. And take another stick. On the second stick, the stick of Joseph, which is the stick of Ephraim, and all the house of Israel associated with him. And bring the two sticks together. Join the two sticks together. They become joined together in your hand. So the two parts of chapter 37 have a similar image. In the first part of 37, it's the bones of Israel joining together. The dried out bones which join together. And they become part of the person that is reborn. And the spirit enters. That's the first half of chapter 37. But the second half of chapter 37 is also about joining together. Here the join together, represented by the two sticks. One is the stick of Judah, and the other is the stick of Joseph. So what the second half of the chapter is about is bringing two disparate things together. The people of Israel for a long time have been two separate nations. There's the northern kingdom, which is Joseph, and the southern kingdom of Judah. Joseph and the tribes, the ten tribes, went into exile well over a hundred years before did Judah. Judah's in the south, the temple. And in a sense, apart for a hundred years means you're two different nations. Of course, it goes back to the book of Breshit, to Genesis, the division of Joseph and his brothers in the book of Genesis of the twelve sons of Jacob. There are two main leaders. There, of course, is Joseph the brilliant and the resourceful Joseph, the beloved Joseph, given the code of leadership by his father, goes into exile. He receives a great blessing from Jacob at the end of Jacob's life. And then there's Judah, who leads the brothers, who reunites the family, whom Jacob blesses with the blessing of leadership and kingship. And the two separate nations. And the question is, can these two nations ever be brought together? Can they be joined together? And in this great prophecy of consolation, Yechezkel speaks, Yechezkel has a vision, 
where the two actually become one. Verse number 22 of chapter 17, They will be joined together. They will become one nation. We are, in fact, one nation. They won't be two nations. Never to be divided again into two nations. They're one nation. It's interesting, you think about two nations. The two nations, the Shnei Goyim in the Torah and in Yecheskel, are Jacob and Esau. Those are two nations. But Jacob is one nation. But Jacob, for a very long time, has become two nations. And in this prophecy, in this vision of the future, of coming together, they'll have one nation, they'll be one people, and they'll have one leader. Now, the leader that's mentioned by Yecheskel, and it's not the only time he is mentioned, but in verse number 24 of chapter 37, so we have the prophecy which centers on two characters. The first is David, King David, who is called here Avdi David, my servant David. My servant David means he represents my value, says God. He carries out what I desire. Israel has only one king. God is the king. But the human king can represent God's sovereignty, God's kingship. And the future vision, the positive vision, is there will be a day when a king, a human king, can be God's servant. Now, one of the roles of the king is to unify the people. Maybe that's even the primary role of the king. The king is a unifier, one king for everybody. Not a local judge, not a tribe, but one king for all. So the theme over here is the theme of unity, of unification and unity. And the one who will be the leader from Judah, because the blessing of kingship was given to Judah by Jacob. So the vision is that there will be a day of unity and unification. Everybody can come together in purity. This one people will be cleansed. They'll have a human being to lead them. And the other person, of course, that's singled out, I will give them the land. They will dwell in the land in verse number 25 of chapter 37. The other one, of course, is Jacob. It's Jacob whose entire life, whose mission is to create a family. A structure which all of his sons are actually included. Up to Jacob, there's a selection process. One son is covenantal, one is not. Yitzchak is covenantal, Yishmael is not. Jacob is covenantal, Esau is not. They have their blessings, but they're not covenantal. But with Jacob, he blessed all his sons. Different kinds of blessings. He rebuked some, but he included all. So the idea of a vision of inclusion, that's Jacob. And the great prophecy of chapter 37, of unification, of bringing the people together. That's Jacob. And perhaps the two parts of the chapter 
are connected in this way, the only way to have a true revival of the Jewish people, which is the first part of the chapter, is to have a unified Jewish people. Doesn't mean we agree on everything. That's not unity. Many disagreements. What holds us together is much more important than what could divide us. So the two parts of 37 about the restoration of the Jewish people, bringing the Jewish people back to life, the rebirth, that's only possible if we're one people. And we can overcome the divisions which have divided us for such a long time, even from the beginning of our family, story of Joseph and the story of his brothers, Joseph and of Judah.